Hello, welcome back to another episode. Today we are joined by a brand new guest, a lovely friend, Danny. Welcome in. How are you doing? And feel free to introduce yourself. Hello, I'm Danny. I'm doing good. I'm a Twitch streamer and I live in DC. A gamer. And I'm a gamer. It's weird to like call myself a gamer. You're a pro. I don't feel like one. Oh my god, I'm the last thing from a pro. You can play a lot of games though. That's true. I, I I'm a variety streamer, so like I I am down to try anything once, basically. I have a cat too. I don't know if that's interesting. What kind of cat is it? Um, she's a black cat. Her fur she has kind of longer fur. Like she's not a short hair and she's not a long hair. She's somewhere in the middle. A uh, medium hair. Medium hair, yeah. That. <laughs> and her name is Mango. And she's, I've had her, I picked her up on a Wednesday, which I think was March 11th of 2020. And then that following Friday was the very first day that, because I have a day job, and that was the first Friday that I worked from home because of the pandemic. So she was like accidentally a quarantine pandemic pet, kind of just by coincidence. Also, it wasn't like planned. Yeah, no, it was not. It was... I had been planning to get a cat for at least like at least a month beforehand. So it just kind of worked out and now like this is our life now. She knows me to be home all the time. Yeah. And so we're yeah, it's going to be a weird transition to go back into the office whenever that happens. You just got to bring her to work, you know? <laughs> I've actually like there have been fleeting thoughts that I have had. Where I'm like, yeah, no, what would it be like if I brought her into the office when no one else was around and just kind of let her roam around while I did work? But I think that would go remarkably poorly. I think that would be terrible. It would be great. It would be great. She, I tried to make her an outdoor cat and she, she would occasionally be interested in being outside, but she had like a very short time limit. Same. That she was like, okay, being out. You also have a short time limit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you and my cat are the same. Yeah. That's funny. Wait, so you say you got your cat last year, right? Yeah. Did you did you start streaming before or after? Oh, that's a good question. I think it would have been after. Because I want to say, according to Twitch, I think I started sometime in April of 2020. So yeah, I had mango already. But then you kind of take a you you took a break after, right? Yeah. So my start to streaming was kind of weird. Before the pandemic and like in the beginning of the pandemic, I was really obsessed with Jenna Marbles, and I had like kind of recently learned like I was watching all of her videos and anytime she would upload and whatever, and I had like recently learned that she streamed on Twitch. And up until that point, like, I was not a gamer at all. Like, I kind of grew up playing some video games. Like, I played The Sims growing up. I had, like, an Animal Crossing game on my Nintendo DS. But, like, and I also had, like, Cooking Mama. Fucking loved. Oh, wait, can I, I swear? I that game. Yeah, go for it. Okay, I fucking loved Cooking Mama. <laughs> and I played, like, Harvest Moon on the GameCube. Um... Like, so I had my games that I played, but I wouldn't, I definitely was not like somebody who 
considered myself to be a gamer or who like really went out of my way to play new games. My brother sort of was more that sibling. And I actually grew up like kind of having that negative, stupid, it's stupid, but I had like a negative connotation with video games, just thinking like, oh, that's something people do when they like don't have friends or like whatever. And it's completely not accurate. Like I just kind of fed into that sort of negative belief about video games. And so like fast forward to the pandemic and I was obsessed with Jenna Marbles and like there was um, a podcast that she and her boyfriend had recorded where they were talking about how like gaming is actually a very social thing. And I started like being interested in like watching her on Twitch occasionally. And then like the pandemic happened and I like realized I had like this time to play The Sims again. And I like wanted to play The Sims and I kind of wanted to get back into gaming in general. And I was like thinking about Jenna Marbles on Twitch and I like basically like I started streaming for like what I think are like some of the worst reasons that anybody should start streaming like these are not reasons to start streaming but um I was like oh well she streams plays video games on the internet and like gets paid for it and like in my brain the only way that I could justify my desire to play video games was if I had like a reward for it like if I was making money off of it or if I was being social with it and so like well, I also was living in like kind of a toxic house at that point. Like I had roommates and we were all kind of toxic and shitty to each other. And that was another like motivator for me was if I told them that I was going to be streaming and I was live, I can't like that was a time where they couldn't bother me. If that makes any sense, like I was unavailable to them. Yeah. And so like. I kind of used streaming as like, I guess, a way to cope with living there too. And as a way to justify me wanting to play The Sims again. And it was just like, those aren't sustainable. I mean, I guess if they're important to you, like maybe it's sustainable, but like, I don't think of those as sustainable motivations for streaming. But I ended up like, once I started streaming and like kind of started to get into it, I actually started to genuinely enjoy it because like I liked talking with people while I was like trying to do a build challenge and I was starting to sort of find like different Sims YouTubers and different streamers that I sort of was like interested in. And like, even though my motivations for streaming were not good or healthy or even ethical, um, I did end up sort of like switching that mindset because what I realized, so I was in that household and then in August of 2020, like I had been sort of like, not super consistently, but like regularly enough, I had been streaming throughout that entire summer. And then August came around and I finally was able to move out of that house. And so I basically had said like, hey guys, like I'm going to take a break from streaming for a while. Like I don't want to be gone for long but like I'll I'll come back like don't worry I'll be back and then I moved and then um I didn't stream again until February of 2021 so I guess I took a break for like what September October November December 
January. What is that? I, I like five months, six months, like half a year. Yeah. And I didn't stream like not even a single time. But what I realized, like, I did need that time away from streaming, I think. And I needed time to like, get over the living situation that I had just left. Yeah. But I realized like, maybe around November and December, I was like, really like, I was starting to play video games just for myself. And like, I had started to play Stardew Valley at that time. And I was, I don't know, like I was doing some other stuff too. And I realized like, I genuinely just enjoyed playing games and I enjoyed, I I missed Twitch. Like I missed streaming. I missed being able to talk to people and like do that. So then February, 2021 rolled around. And I was like, okay, let me try this Twitch thing again, because I do actually kind of miss it. And like, let me just like, rather than doing it for the purpose of making money and becoming an affiliate and all of that stuff, like, of course, like who doesn't want to get, you know, have their job be streaming on Twitch. Like that's a very fun job, right? a very fun way to like make friends and, you know, and make money and whatever, make a living. But like, I decided that I, that didn't need to be my motivating factor and like instead in February I like went at it from like let me just have fun with it let me just like experiment with like what happens if I try to be really consistent with my schedule and I try to play new games and I like take it seriously you know what I mean yeah and so that was sort of how I I I don't really consider myself to have been streaming for over a year because like I I kind of wasn't and I I don't like the reasons why I started so I kind of think is February being my like when I really started to try to be a streamer I started like right after you I think I started in March this year Ooh. yeah Oh my god, we're like streamer twins. I actually I consider um started like streaming sometime last year, but I always like make excuses. I was like I have school, I have all these homework and all these papers to write, and then I was like I'm so busy, I don't want to have to think about using a face cam and everything, which I mean like I I I don't even use one until last night. Um <laughs> but I was like, I'm too busy. But then I graduated college and I was like, now what? (laughs) (laughs) Now I'm not too busy. Yeah. And then my friend convinced me to play Stardew with him. So that's how I started. And then I remember back then I didn't really know a lot of people on Twitch. So I would always go on there when I'm off stream to just like see who is streaming. Yeah. And that's how I found you. And you don't even play Stardew that often. (laughs) I really don't. It's so that's so funny. And then I remember. Oh, I kind of. Oh, I didn't um, know that's how you found me. That actually, that was the night you got gifted fifty subs. Oh my god, <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, and the person who did that doesn't even like hang out on my channel anymore, which is kind of wild. That's crazy. Yeah. Oh my god, I I do sometimes wonder like how people discover because I don't use other social media really. Yeah. So, like, the only way people discover me is through Twitch. Yeah. That's interesting. And I, I always like to filter it from um, lowest to highest views because I feel like people deserve the views. So I just want to join in small streamers and talk to them. And I just kind of stuck around. Yeah, that's like if I'm, like, doing a raid or something, which I don't usually do anymore. But that is kind of one of my my things is, like, I filter through the LGBTQ plus tag. 
And then I go to somebody who like, you know, doesn't have a whole lot of people hanging out on their channel at that point. Yeah. One time I raided some guy who was using that tag and definitely should not have been using that tag. I learned my lesson. Oh, no. It was kind of weird. Did he use that as a joke or something? I don't know. I think he probably used it because he considers himself an ally. You know how sometimes they do yeah. that. And I didn't realize that. It's uh, like, oh, I, I, I assumed he was just a gay man, but he was not. <laughs> I don't think he was anyways. I'm he wasn't sure was very not. straight. <laughs> he kind of gave off that vibe anyways. And yeah. Oof. Oh, he gave up like a bro vibe. Kind of. Yeah. And I think I vaguely, I don't remember specifically, but I do kind of remember thinking like some of the jokes or like one of the jokes he made was like, oh, that's not something that like somebody in the queer community would joke about. Uh, like it was just like some, I don't even remember, but it was like a red flag. Oof. Yeah, I don't know. So, so now I kind of like hesitate to go on raids again because I'm like, I don't, I don't know who to go to, but Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I'm like so thankful for Twitch because like I think it like it fixed like I started streaming for like bad reasons, but like it made me love video games again. Yeah. And like whereas I started because I felt like the only way I could enjoy a video game is if I was being social with it and whatever. Like now I just play video games on my own time and I like have really learned to appreciate like the art of a vi- like the art form of video games. Like it's such a unique like it's interactive art it's so cool and it's interactive stories and i just like it blows me away what people have done with these games yeah remember remember our first game night yes um i remember like because i that was when i actually did more game nights like over the summer mm-hmm. um and I remember I wanted more people to play with, and I was like, "Well, she's cool," but I didn't know if you. Would, I, I was like, "I was like, would she feel weird if I like reached out or something?" Oh no, I did not find it weird at all. Cause we barely talked, and like I only ever went to your stream to chat, and I was like, "Well, she only knows me from stream." Mm-hmm. But I, I was like, "Let me just ask." <laughs> no, I've always gotten a really, really great vibe from you from like my chat and stuff and like I was so excited when you asked me and I had such a good time that night yeah your friends are really nice they're great and like I literally like I could not keep it together when we were playing that one game where we're like we had to give presentations like do you remember (laughs) do you remember like I couldn't even get my words out because I was just laughing too much was that the clown one oh my god it was it was great. It was so funny. You did your best. I did. <laughs> but no, I was so grateful that you like reached out. And now I there's also... no more game nights. No, there needs to be another one. I want there to be another one. I wanna play I wanna play the life of um no the game of life too. You've mentioned that before, haven't you? Yeah. Yeah, okay. It's eight dollars on Steam right now. Oh shit, really? Yeah. Last time I tried to download a game on on Steam, it told me I didn't have enough space. Was it the tell me why? Maybe. Or or it might have even been um that daddy dating simulator. Oh. Which I very much want to play. Oh, the dream daddy? Yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And that is honestly one of the funniest concepts of a game I've ever heard of. Like, just, I, I love it. I love it. But yeah, I think I need to add, that's on my to-do list is to add storage to my, there's so much that goes into being a streamer that like I did not anticipate. And at this point, I feel very ill-prepared <laughs> to, one step at to a time. do all these things. One step at a time. Honestly, yeah. That is another thing too that like I regret about how I started Twitch was that I kind of just jumped into it without really taking any time to experience Twitch first. Like I kind of would watch like Jenna's channel like occasionally, but that was basically all I did before I just created my channel and started streaming. And it's been like, I'm still learning so much about how Twitch culture works and the history of Twitch as a platform and like the challenges that so many different marginalized creators face. And like, I just feel like I'm, I've been so out of the loop and I'm, I'm still working to get in the loop. It's like a lot to learn. Yeah. I'm still working on my stream. I literally like, I got the webcam overlay during stream. Shit. Really? I was streaming um, and we were watching a video because I was doing like a just chatting for a little bit. Mm -hmm. And then someone gave, like, I literally got the idea of doing the face reveal. And I was like, I just play low nightmares. I don't, I'm like, I don't care about anything right now because I'm, I just want to like <laughs> de-stress. Yeah. And they were talking about drinking. And I was like, okay, let me drink with you guys. So I got a cider. Oh, nice. What kind and of cider? It was a uh, apple pineapple flavored. Oh, that sounds delicious. It's really good. But I was playing the video on the stream. I just literally downloaded an overlay. I set everything up. I love that. And it took me a while because I was like, how do I work OBS again? <laughs> OBS is kind of complicated. Yeah, it is. But it's time for you to switch. I know. I, I want to switch to OBS, although it hasn't been a super big problem lately. I think my biggest problem with Streamlabs is that it does take a lot of what is it? CPU? Mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah. I don't even know what the terms are. Yeah. Okay. Well, it, I know it takes a lot of that, <laughs> but like, and it was causing a lot of problems in the quality of my stream. Like I would just constantly be dropping frames and stuff, but I think I finally figured out the settings to make it work until I get a better computer. Cause right now I stream from a laptop and yeah. it's probably the worst thing ever, but it's fine. I mean, if it works, it works. That's true. And it technically works. I do have an extra graphics card. Wait, okay, this is such a bad question. I could build what is a, a graphics PC? card. Um, you could build a PC? Yeah. Oh, I forgot that people do that. You know what? I've heard of that before. I build my friend one. I have so much fun. Really? Yeah. Can I ask what that process is like? Like to build it? Well... Yeah, because like I just have no concept. How do you build a computer? Like I you just don't have to get, get all the different parts and then just put it together. <laughs> what if you put it together wrong? Well, <laughs> I guess it just doesn't work. Yeah, because literally I was building my friend's PC and um, I missed a connector, and I was like, "Why is it not displaying anything?" And I got so frustrated for an hour. And I went back to look at the motherboard and I was like, oh, I didn't connect this thing. So did you have to like take it all apart again and then? No, that was just literally a cable that was not connected. Oh, okay. So it's an easy fix. Yeah, it was just literally hidden in the back and I was like, oh, 
okay okay it just sounds like such a big process it kind of is it does seem like it'd be kind of fun though it is fun so like do you like do you have to like figure out what you want your like do you have to know what you want your like pc to do like what you want it to be like really good at i guess yeah like depending on what you want to do um you don't really have to have like super powerful stuff so like unless you want to play like a lot of like powerful games and you run a lot of softwares and whatnot you might want like the higher end like the new parts but if you're running like stardew's um sims and stuff like that you don't really need like the new the newest pc parts you know interesting i do kind of want to build a pc i think that'd be really cool and i i just want a pc in general because i'm sick of streaming from my laptop but I think that's like I was thinking about maybe making like a donation goal for stuff like that. Yeah, do but it. But then I don't I don't know. I feel weird about doing things like that. Like I also want to get like a an actual camera for like my webcam or like I was thinking of doing like a donation goal for like a mango cam. Oh my god, that would be like so cool. Something. <laughs> the problem with the mango cam is that she wouldn't really ever I don't think that it would always show her i think there would be very few times where she would actually show up do a mango cam except it's her point of view oh my god like what on her collar like a gopro (laughs) i you guys you guys would also get like a tour of my apartment then too or like or like um mount like a tiny like a selfie stick so it's like her face the entire time (laughs) (laughs) i just like thought about what that would be like that's so cute that would be so funny no I love a good I love a good pet cam on a stream I think that's like a make or break for me not really but like it's always a make for me I want to like have mango be involved in my stream more I was serious about it when I said I would maybe consider doing her like having her do ASMR on my channel I think that would be very fun Maybe like, cause I keep I'm trying to come up with ideas for like a subathon. Like if I have that wheel, or like you you spin like spin the wheel if someone like subs or whatever. Yeah. Maybe that could be like. Wait, what wheel? So one time, one of the people I rated, his name is like Wyatt. I think I haven't been back on his channel in a minute, but he did a subathon one time, and he had a wheel on the screen and like just different sections of the wheel were like different rewards so like if you gifted a sub you got a spin on the wheel and it would like whatever it landed on was like what you got and like I'm trying to think of like what he had one was like he would sing you a song one was that he would write you a poem I think one of them was probably that he would twerk on on camera that's fun for him maybe I can't I can't do that I also cannot. Emily, my friend Emily, really wants me to do that. She wants, she wants me to find a reason to twerk on camera. Liquid and... courage. <laughs> I will never. I cannot twerk, and I will never learn how to twerk. I don't know how to. I almost wish I did, but I just it would look so unnatural for me to do it. So it's just never gonna happen. But I'm kind of like, I'm trying to just come up with fun ideas for my channel i think that's one of the ways that i'm like trying to take it seriously this time around 
Yeah. I I want to play more things, but I'm just going to wait until I'm affiliated. Honestly, that's fair. I waited until I got affiliate to actually like make certain changes. But I feel like I feel like I've already put a lot of effort into it. Yeah. And it just kind of like takes time. Like I think one of the best pieces of advice that I have ever heard. So like I don't know if you've heard one of the keys to getting affiliate is to be consistent with your streaming schedule, which I don't know if you've heard that, but like I've heard that a lot just from people in general. I probably have. Because like in a way you're like a TV channel, right? Like you function as a TV channel. So like in theory, like, you know, TV shows are on at the same time on the same nights every week kind of a thing. Yeah. But um, Frank the Pegasus is somebody that I really look up to as a streamer and as like an influencer and just as a person who has a platform. And she had like a Q&A session one time and she was basically saying like, being consistent with your schedule is nice if you can do it, but not everybody has the kind of lifestyle or the kind of privilege to be able to do that at the same times every week. Or like, you know, schedules can just aren't, you know, they're unique to each person. And like, people are actually pretty fine with flexible schedules and in, in, in my perspective anyways. But what she said was, what you really need to be consistent with is like your brand and the vibe sort of of your stream. And she was saying like, it's important to like, understand what kind of like what your stream brings to the table and like how you make people feel and like what your stream feels like when like you're hanging out on stream. And like her example was like her own stream feels kind of like a slumber party a very like queer colorful slumber party where like you're kind of like slap happy because you're like overly tired but like so you're having all these like funny wild conversations but like you're also talking about like serious stuff too it's like you know what I mean yeah and so like that was what she figured out was sort of the vibe of her twitch channel which I think she said it took a while to understand that and to get to that point but like she basically was saying if you can like accomplish having that vibe and that sort of branding and whatever every time that you go live no matter what game you're playing no matter what time of day or whatever like that's the important thing to be consistent about which I thought was like really good advice and I've been sort of trying to figure out like what that means for me I feel like for you it's definitely like chill (laughs) but like like you just have such a chill vibe on your stream do I and it's very funny too like I the when you were playing life is strange the other day just the way that you were like responding to what was happening in the game was very funny to me like it's a little not even sarcastic but it was like a little um well maybe sarcastic is the right word you were just being a little snarky and I loved it I just be dumb on stream that's all I do (laughs) you with your two brain cells yeah every time but I think like but yeah like kind of in terms of like you getting to affiliate which like I have no doubt in my mind that like you will get there it's just like it'll just take time and it'll just take like yeah I guess just consistency maybe in that way in addition to like scheduling and just yeah yeah I remember like when I first started streaming I didn't really have like a set schedule I just kind of streamed whenever I was free and then I think up till like a couple of weeks ago, I was like, I should probably just like have a more consistent schedule 
So I started thinking like, okay, what days am I actually like gonna do this? So I set up a schedule, and now I try not to like go on Twitch whenever I'm like free and just do other stuff. I think that's also like a healthy, not that you needed to, but like it's a healthy boundary to set too, because it's like I do think like I don't know if you feel this way, but like if I don't have anything that I'm explicitly doing, like if I don't have a specific event or a specific social thing, or if I'm not doing anything in my brain, I'm like, oh yes, I'm available. And I think it's like a healthy boundary to set with like, especially over the internet, quite frankly, like um, to be like, no, these are the days that I'm streaming. And so these are the days that I'm available to my community, at least in terms of a live streaming way. I think that's like a healthy thing to do for yourself and for your stream rather than like being like you know streaming whenever you can because then I almost feel like if people get used to that you know what I mean I don't know how to explain it yeah no that makes sense that is something that Twitch has been also really good for is like helping me learn how to set boundaries me not knowing how to set boundaries it's hard yeah it's really hard especially like when you're concerned with like hurting people or disappointing people or you know you want to be nice yeah and we feel like if we set boundaries that's taking something away from somebody else i need to talk about that in therapy (laughs) (laughs) i probably should but like i've never once brought it up in therapy i think for me like therapy now it's like if i'm paying for it you know i want to get the most out of it so i just i just say everything in therapy that's good and also because I, I see my therapist once a month now. Oh, that's not very often. It's because I don't I can't afford it. <laughs> oh, okay. That's understandable. I used to see her every week. She said that she only really does like once a month with clients that she's seen for like a long time. Right. So we started doing monthly sessions and I see her on the 15th, I think. So another week. Are you going to have like a whole list of things to talk about? Every time. I feel like every time I see her now, I'm like, you're in for a real treat, my friend. (laughs) (laughs) Have you ever felt like, because my most recent therapy session, I went into it not really having anything that I felt like I needed to talk about. But sometimes I feel like those are the most helpful sessions because then things come up that you weren't anticipating them coming up, but like they've been needing to come up anyways. Yeah. So. Multiple times. Yeah. I think my second year in therapy, that was the year when I was like, I thought I was doing a lot better because I was like, I don't really have a lot to talk about. And I also didn't really, like nothing else really came up in therapy either. But that was also a year when I like took a year off school and I was just working and I wasn't living at home. So I was pretty much like stress free. And then I went back to school and I was like, wait, (laughs) nope, I need help again. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I feel like, yeah, I didn't start therapy until I moved out to D.C. and started like my first like real living on my own away from home with my like big girl job that was sort of when I started I had definitely been needing to go before that but it's been it's been a good so I guess I've been doing it 
I guess like three years now. That's fun. Fun stuff. Yeah, fun stuff. No, I feel like I feel like everyone can benefit from therapy. Like absolutely. No matter what kind of stuff we're going through in life. Mm-hmm. Even if like we're not diagnosed or anything. I mean like I am diagnosed with <laughs> anxiety and depression, but I feel like whether or not someone is clinically diagnosed with any kind of stuff, they can always benefit from therapy. I completely agree. Because, like, it's just hard to be a human sometimes. And sometimes our brains make it harder than it has to be, especially if you're diagnosed with something. But I definitely think just, like, coping with being a human (laughs) can be remarkably tough sometimes for all of us. And just, like, yeah, I agree. Everybody can benefit from therapy. Yeah. I think this is my... I started therapy in 2016. So it's been five years. Do you think, because like, I cannot imagine ever not going to therapy. Because I feel like there are people who go to therapy for maybe a specific reason. And then like, through their therapy, like they gather tools in their toolbox to learn how to cope with what they need to cope with. And then eventually they feel good to not go to therapy anymore. But like, I don't know how you feel about it but like I cannot see myself not needing therapy I don't know yeah no I don't I don't think I can stop anytime soon at least I feel like there's always something small in my life or in my brain I guess um that needs some sort of assistance or guidance because like even though I already have like I've learned ways to cope with my anxiety I feel like there are still situations in life where I'm just kind of like stuck and I need someone professional to talk about or talk with because I can talk to my friends, but they're going to be biased in some way. So, yeah, I feel like I don't know. I feel like I'm going to need therapy for like another couple years at least. Yeah, I don't know. I just like it's funny because I feel like my <laughs> I I was actually talking with a friend last night because he's just started going to therapy and he was like really excited to tell me because he was like, I know you're going to be, oh, sorry for the, the sirens, but he was so excited to tell me that he started therapy because he was like, I knew you're going to be excited for me. And I was like, I gave him a high five and we kind of like talked about it a little bit. And I told him, I was like, I feel like my therapist gets sick of talking to me because she has to tell me the same things every week of like just like she so something that like has been a struggle for me since moving out and like living on my own but especially during the pandemic but like I think it's just a thing that I struggle with in general is like taking care of myself and so like every week she like has to remind me that like the most basic things I need to do to take care of myself are like get enough sleep and like eat good enough food and drink enough water and like get sunlight. And like she has to tell me this every week because like I'm not good at like implementing those things in my life. But I feel so bad because I feel like she's sick of talking to me about it. You're doing your best. Ugh. I'm sure she's not sick of it. And I mean she got herself into this field for a reason. Oh, that's true. And it is her job to get 
us on the right path. And I'm sure there are like other clients or people that therapists talk to that are like in similar situations where they need, you know, multiple reminders. Have you ever like had like one of those, like, have you ever had that, like one of those moments where like, you'll hear something in one of your therapy sessions, you're like, okay, yes, I agree with what you're telling me that's something that I'd like to try or like that's something I'd like to implement or whatever and then like as soon as you leave the session it like leaves your brain yeah I do that so much (laughs) or like my therapist will recommend something and I'm just like no (laughs) you just said no no because like sometimes I know my sister's gonna listen to this but please don't text me um (laughs) my my therapist would be like have you tried talking to your dad and I'm like I'm not doing that. It's hard. I think part of the reasons is because I don't know how to convey my feelings and my thoughts and feelings in Chinese. And if he could only understand enough English, then yeah, I will like just talk to him in English and be like, this is how I'm feeling. Mm-hmm. But it's just, I don't know, it's just hard also to just like sit down with someone whether or not they know the language. It's, it's yeah. I think, yeah. Because at the end of the day, that's confrontation. And that's like trying to set boundaries. Yeah. And like setting boundaries is one of the hardest things to do sometimes. Especially, <laughs> especially if it's like a parent or someone who you know, like cares about you and who you care about. Yeah. Yeah. It's rough. Took me a while to tell my mom even that I was going to therapy. And it took me a while to feel comfortable occasionally telling her, like, what I've talked. Like, I don't regularly do that. Yeah. Like, I, it's it's still very much, like, I'll talk to my friends way sooner than I'll talk to my mom about anything that I've talked about in therapy. But it kind of was, like, a learning curve for her to, like, understand that, like, it's okay that I'm going to therapy. It doesn't mean she's a bad mom. But yeah. then also... I tried to explain to her one time, like, it's not about you being a good or a bad mom. It's like, everybody needs to go to therapy. And like, also, she was not happy when I said this. But I think I, (laughs) I think I tried to tell her that's like, you can be the best mom in the world and still, you know, not be perfect with your kids sometimes. You know what I mean? Like, every parent is gonna do something problematic for their children or to their children like it's just because we're human beings and we make mistakes so I tried to like I think I might have tried to explain that and be like it's not you it's just the circumstances but I don't think she took that very well it's okay you tried (laughs) I I don't think my parents know that I go to therapy I don't know if they have any ideas that I do I also just we don't talk about mental health in any sort of way. But I do think that my mom has been more cautious with how she talks to me ever since like my whole like hospital thing cuz they didn't know I was there until I was they there. They didn't know? They didn't they didn't know. They they found out from like somebody else that I was there. Oh wow. Um that was probably rough for them. That was that's a whole that's a whole episode. <laughs> fair enough fair enough to briefly recap i i remember i posted something 
about how I was feeling on my Facebook, but I set my settings so that my family members, my relatives, anyone that knows my family <laughs> and my friends in Hong Kong um, could not see the post. But then I forgot one of my friends, uh, her mom is like really close to my mom. And then she texted her mom. She was like, hey, is Anna okay? Mm. And then and then her mom was like, what do you mean? Because she didn't see the post. I don't know if like she shared a post or anything, but I know the the social worker at the hospital called my sister because that's who I told her to call. And so then that's when they knew that I was there. Yeah. Fun times. Fun times. That was uh that was November twenty sixteen, so it's been a while. Okay. Yeah. And that was also my first year in college too. Or not in college, actually, sorry. My first year in when I transferred to a university from like a community college. Oh, gotcha. And I was so overwhelmed. Yeah. Tough. Yeah. Big changes are tough in general. And then I was also dealing with like dating. I guess my parents were being my parents were being weird about me dating like a girl. Yeah. And then I was living at home at the time. And my ex's parents were also being weird about us dating and they're more like conservative and religious. So I was dealing with a lot. And after the ho- the whole hospital thing, I I moved out and I was like goodbye. <laughs> Yeah, good for you. Yeah. So I, I lived with roommates for like two years or so, and then I moved home. Mm. Is it moving back home after that time away? Like, was it the same as before or was it like better or worse? I think it's gone better. It's gone a lot better. My parents have come around with me not being straight ever. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> But in terms of like mental health wise I don't know about my dad honestly but I know my mom's doing her best yeah I know my sister's gonna text me and be like what are you talking about <laughs> does she not know that her mom that your mom's trying her best <laughs> or no like I guess just like anything that I talk about on podcast she, she'll text me <laughs> oh that's funny do you guys like have a relationship where you guys can talk about mental health like you and your sister? Or is that going to be um, weird to talk about on the podcast if she's listening to No, I, I don't think we talk about mental health that much. Mm-hmm. I just always feel weird talking about it with anyone, really, even with my friends. So yeah. I think it's also because, like, I never really did that with my sister before. So, like, I feel weird doing it now. Yeah. And the only times I really, like tell her if i'm feeling a sort of ways if i if i need her to make a phone call for me i'm like i'm anxious can, uh, you, can you make a phone call for me and she's like no oh, oh. <laughs> rejected i've been trying to get my brother to go to therapy for a while now and i think every time i bring it up he gets a little bit closer but he's not there yet he'll get he'll get there he'll get there i think we can only do so much yeah and that's true Because, like, also, therapy is not going to work if you don't want to be there. Yeah. That was my problem when I first started. I I took, like, months before I actually opened up. Like, my therapist at the time, she didn't even know, like, 
the real reason I was there mm. or why I was referred to see her. And then I kind of just like talk about like my day to day, my first like two years of therapy because there were graduate students. So it was free for me to see them. Mm. And so Got I was it. like, it's free. I'm just going to talk about whatever I want to talk about. There you go. Yeah. And my third year was also free, but I took it more seriously. But also because she took me very seriously as well. So, and now I kind of want to, I don't know, I'm waiting for her to graduate because she, she was a really, really great therapist. Oh, like you would go back to her? Yeah, I would. Got it. That's nice that you have. Because I feel like I, I like, I've liked all, I've had three therapists so far now. And I, I like all of them just fine. And I've learned different things from each of them. But I don't know that any of them have been like a therapist, like I really, truly like clicked with. I don't know. It's weird. But I don't feel like I haven't clicked enough for me to go out of my way to find a new one. You know what I mean? Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I actually, yeah, I have not. One of my biggest things that I'm trying to get myself to do is like leave the house even if I don't need to. Like I, I, cause I won't. Like I have friends who like at some points, like they'll text me like asking me if I've been outside that day or like they want me to tell them when I'm gone, when I've gone outside and they're like really proud of me when I do that. And like, there are like I've definitely spent regardless of the pandemic like I have spent many times where like I just did not leave my apartment not even to go into the hallway or like downstairs at all and like I don't know like I I haven't like I'm trying to get into the habit of doing that now of like well I have so many habits that I want to like pick up I have to like focus on one thing at a time but like I'm not good at doing that me (laughs) same because I want that instant gratification you know yeah I think I guess I'm I'm fortunate enough to have a car and to just like go anywhere because like even though we've been in this like whole pandemic thing I just go on drives whenever and like where I live um, there's this really windy road that's like at least like 13 to 15 miles long. Oh, I just go on there and just drive, and it's just so that sounds so amazing. It's fun. I love because that's it. the thing is like I think for me, one of the biggest reasons why I never want to leave my apartment is because I do not want to put in the effort to get ready. Quite frankly, <laughs> I don't want to get dressed. I don't want to brush my hair. I don't want to brush my teeth. I wouldn't mind going outside if I had like a backyard or if I could just get in my car and go on a drive with the windows down yeah but like as it is I live in an apartment building where like other people are gonna perceive me which is my least favorite thing and I have to go around like if I go outside I'm around other people yeah but like if I want to like really go somewhere I have to take the public like public transport yeah and it's just like I have like a lot of little things that pile up enough where it's like all of these excuses like keep me from doing something. See, this is when you have to wear a hat and sweatpants (laughs) and just go. Fair enough. Just like live my life regardless of how I'm going to be perceived. 
Cause like sometimes I just I just have like these like dad hats ready to go or like a bucket hat, and then I just put on like some sweatpants. Yeah, that was kind of something I did yesterday. Actually, I did put a beanie on, and I didn't even brush my hair, and it was very liberating. Yeah, do whatever. That's fair. It's just like so weird too, though. In like in a city like DC where like everybody is super fucking competitive about their careers and about their reputations and about mm. how even like everybody wants to be put together all of the time in this city and it just feels so like you're on trial almost even if you're just walking around it's so wild and unhealthy if you ask me i see it's a weird city i mean not that i mean it's not like that all of the time and everywhere you go but it, yeah. it's just like the nicer the area you're in, and I actually do live in, like, a pretty, like, it's kind of a bougie area and all of that stuff, and it's, like, it's just, I don't know. Fancy. Very fancy. Very fancy. I I love where I live. I actually do love the location and my apartment, and I have no real complaints. It's just I let things stop me a lot of the time. Actually, like, also in terms of like I was thinking earlier like with instant gratification and like all of these things like I was just thinking of guitar and how like I've been in this really stupid cycle since I was in middle school of picking up a guitar an acoustic trying to teach myself how to play the guitar getting frustrated after like a month because I'm not as good as I think I should be and then I'll give up. And then like a year later, I'll do it all over again. And I don't know, like, I feel like instant gratification is something that really messes with me. Yeah. And my progress in a lot of things. Yeah. That's me with stuff that I do, too. I think the only thing I've stuck with so far is like podcasting and streaming. Mm. I think it's easy with, I can't speak for podcasting, but with streaming, that is how I am, too. Because and I think it's easier for me to do that with something like streaming because I'm not actually worried. Number one, I know that there are people who show up to my stream every time or at least most times. And like it, that kind of helps motivate me to like be consistent with it. Yeah. And two, it's like I do want to be a good streamer. I do want to be like, I do sort of think of myself as, like, wanting to be the best streamer that I can be, but it's also not my job. It's not, like, it's it's kind of low stakes, so I don't, like, worry about it too much. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. So it's, like, not, it's not intimidating to me, and I'm not worried about how good I am or how good I'm not. It's, like, I mean, I am and I'm not. It's, it's kind of a weird, Just... I don't really have things... Just I'm do not you. aware of things stopping me. Yeah, just do me. That is what I, that is something that I am like, I think, I think Twitch for probably a lot of streamers, it like gives me an outlet to just exist. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I don't have to worry about being professional or being yeah. somebody other than just who I am. It's very yeah. freeing. I think like similar to like, you know, like being, I guess like, more cautious or not cautious um what's the word all my vocabularies are gone but <laughs> and just like thinking about what you're gonna wear when you go out 
mm-hmm. like me not like really giving a fuck like what I'm gonna wear because I live in like a city like in Austin where we have this phrase or this saying called keep Austin weird oh um, yeah I've heard that and people just do whatever the fuck they want <laughs> in Austin I feel like and like you can literally just go out wear whatever you want as long as you're not really bothering other people and like I can go to the bars and like wear I know cause like some, some places some clubs like you have to really be dressed up but a lot of places here they don't they're not gonna like stop you from going in if you're wearing jeans or anything but yeah, I feel like living here, like, just no one gives a shit. <laughs> That's so liberating. Yeah. That's oh, great. I wish. But the drivers, mm. though, the drivers are something else. Oh, really? I I'm, I kind of want to take, I want to be more intentional about, like, exploring, like, sort of the surrounding area of, like, where I live. Yeah. Maybe that'll get me outside more. <laughs> I feel like when I was there, not not in like the general DZ area, but like where my uncle lives, I felt so like out of place because I feel like I didn't see any other Asian people. Oh, yeah. I do want to go back, though. It's a nice, especially in terms of like visiting. It's a very, it's a nice area. I think I probably have a handful of years left in in DC before I leave. Be a tour guy. Oh God, no! I kind of hate tourists. <laughs> you don't want to guide huh? me. I'll guide you, but I'm not gonna guide a stranger. They can figure out their own way. Oh, it's. A- <laughs> It's a it's a pretty easy city to navigate, I would say, because all of the roads are pretty straightforward. That is true. It's like a grid and it's like, well, it's like there's, I don't know, the four quadrants and everything makes sense if you ask me. Nothing makes sense here. In Austin? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, there's always just constructions everywhere. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, now been... I'm just thinking about my vacation to Disney World. <laughs> How was that? It was amazing. It was, we did it the right way because we kind of started with the worst sections and then worked our way up to the best ones. Mm. So it was really good. And it made me add so many movies to my to watch list. Now my, my, my list is like, it's so long. I have so many movies and sh- shows that I want to watch and catch up on. Just use a uh, use the movie night ex- as an excuse. Oh, I could. Oh, this is true. This is true. And just be like, somebody else recommended this movie, not me. <laughs> <laughs> or I could just be like, nope, nope. My executive decision. These are the movies we're watching. One of the movies is Despicable Me because I've never seen it before. You've 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 and never seen it before? No. There's a lot of movies that I have never seen before, and I really should have. Um, but that is one of them. And I put it off. I did not want to watch it for so long because, like, I find the minions to be very annoying, and everybody was like so obsessed with it. But then we went on, because we also went to Universal during that vacation, and they have a ride for Despicable Me, and it was the last ride we went on that day, 
And I was like, I swear to God, if going on, because throughout that whole day, every time we would go on a ride for like a movie that I had not seen yet, which was most of the rides there, um, I came out of the ride like wanting to watch it. So like, there's like a fast, do you know the Fast and the Furious? Yeah. So they have like a ride at Universal for Fast and the Furious and it's a terrible ride. It's actually very, I hated it, but um, (laughs) it like was kind of pointless, I mean, but I still came out of it wanting to watch that movie. And so I like, we were in line for Despicable Me and I told Emily, I was like, okay, if we, if we come out of this ride and I want to watch Despicable Me, I will hate myself. But then that's exactly what happened. <laughs> so, um, you, you played yourself. I played myself. It's fine. It was, it was kind of cute. And I do love Steve Carell. And I, you know, I know he's like one of the main characters in it. Yeah. So. And then you have two and three to watch after that. Oh, do I have to watch all of them? Though? <laughs> you have no choice. Oh, okay. Fair enough. I mean, I haven't seen them either. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, no. I, I have so many movies on my list. You you get there. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I'll do that later tonight. I'll just, like, sit down with a nice meal. Yeah. Maybe I'll take a bath. Some self-care 2021. Hell yeah. Watch a movie in the bath. I think I'm streaming tonight. Ooh, what are you I, gonna play? I think I'm gonna play um, Life is Strange because I played a little Nightmares yesterday. Mm-hmm. And because I normally uh, I normally stream on Mondays, but I I'm gonna be busy tomorrow, so, mm, so I'm gonna stream play. tonight. Yeah. Yeah. See, I'm conflicted because I do want to watch you play that game, and I genuinely enjoyed watching you play that game, but I also want to avoid spoilers because i like doing things for the first time on stream yeah and i don't know how to feel i don't know what to do about that like i could just lurk i mean i wouldn't be active in chat it's a choice based game so you could always go a different way that's true and i might like not even intentionally go in a different way but like we'll probably just naturally play the game differently yeah this is a good point that's fair and you still have like the other live is strange first to go through Oh, that's true. Yeah, I've been trying to figure out. So assuming I get through Little Nightmares the next time I stream, mm-hmm. you know what's so funny is like I really, really want to be a full-time streamer, not because I want to be able to make a living off of it or anything like that. I really want to be able to justify streaming full-time because there are so many games that I want to play on stream. Yeah. And like I want to be able to do it more often than I do it and for longer. Do it. But uh, I can't though. <laughs> but um well maybe I can. I don't know. We'll see what happens a year from now. Maybe maybe I don't know. But uh no cuz I need to find a new horror game to play after like a little nightmares is done. There's no nightmares 2. Oh, is there? Which is the other character that you didn't choose? Oh, you're right. Okay, fair enough. I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. There's also this one Star Wars game that I really, really want to play, but it's not a horror game, so I'd have to play it some other time on stream. Maybe when I'm done with Breath of the Wild, which, who knows? It's going to take you, forever to play through that game. You get there. I just, ugh, I just want to play it on my own. Do it. Oh, I want to start a new save file 
in that game, but then I'm afraid like if I discover something in my in my personal playthrough that I haven't encountered yet in my other one, I don't want to spoil stuff for myself. I'm like, I'm very intense about I really want my first everything to be on stream. Because yeah. I feel like that's like I like the authenticity of, you know, yeah, my reactions and stuff. You know what I should play tonight? What should you play? Octodad. What the hell is that? <laughs> what the hell? Octodad? <laughs> yeah. Wait, what? It came out a couple of years ago. You've never seen it? No. So I'm you're Googling usually it. an octopus, but your family, you're, you, you're in a human world. And your family has no idea that you're an octopus. And you're trying to pass as a human for, somehow. Uh, yeah. I want you to know, you can't see me right now. But I, as you were explaining that, I was sitting appalled, staring at my computer <laughs> screen with my hands over my mouth. It's a really that fun is, game. That is the best concept of a game I've ever heard. Okay, I'll play um, that tonight. Yeah, you should. Did you know that if you Google Octodad, the first thing that comes up is Octodad, loving father, caring husband, secret octopus. Does Octodad wife know he's an octopus? Oh my god. Wait, this is the best. Is Octodad a horror game? Wait, is it? No, it's not. It's not. Okay, okay. It's not. It, I feel like it almost should be. Oh my god, I'm looking at him now. And they don't know he's an octopus, but he looks like an octopus. I'm going to start the game from the beginning, so you see. Oh my god, I'm so excited. I'll be streaming in like four hours, probably. I was going to say, because I got to go grocery shopping. Yeah, it won't be until, like, after I eat dinner, so. And it's also been, like, over an hour. Oh, you mean for the... Recording. Yeah, I kind of was wondering about that. Yeah. How how long do you usually, like... Usually, like, an hour. Oh, okay. You're going to have a lot to cut out. That's fine. <laughs> I was planning on posting this on Tuesday, so I'm going to have to get this done either tonight or tomorrow <laughs> it's gonna take me like five hours but it's fine i feel like i derailed us i apologize oh no it happens every time honestly that's very we'll just have to film or record more of them in the future to yeah. cover everything we said yeah but thank you for coming on here oh absolutely i had such a good time would you like your social to be in the description oh gosh uh yes I okay would. Yeah, follow her on wherever, <laughs> Twitter <laughs> and Twitch. Have, huh? And Twitch, right? Twitter and Twitch? Yeah, I have Twitter, I have Instagram, I have Twitch. Technically, I have a TikTok, but I start, don't post Start using it. it. Maybe I should, I know. I'm Danny Doozers everywhere. Okay. So. Yeah, that's yeah, it for now. Me. Thank you, Anna. Yeah, and... Another episode will be up in I don't know how long, but <laughs> all right. <laughs> Goodbye to the podcast. Goodbye to the podcast. <laughs>